Alright, how y'all doing? I decided to update my intro um, because I made some changes to how I post here on the Try and Keep Up the podcast. Uh, I am My name is Jack Norton. Uh, everybody knows me as JT. So, um, JT uh, derived from a conversation I had with a nice lady in Orlando. Um, she was asking me about some junior drag racing pictures. And um, couldn't hear me uh, for some reason when I was saying Jack. So um, I happened to glance over to a buddy of mine's motorcycle, uh, Scap, the gentleman that got me involved in all this. And he had created a logo for me because I didn't have one back then. And he created JTNorton.com. So I looked over, said JT, and she could understand that. So when it gets really loud at the races, it's, uh, it's apparently easier for people to understand. And then... JT morphed into the white logo I have that has the lady and the T, um, and the racers really do enjoy that. It's uh, branded very well, and um, so that's where the JT comes from. It's literally my initials, Jack Thomas. Um, so there's uh, nothing fancy to it. It's just how things worked out. And uh, JTNorton.com, the website has been around over 20 years now. Um, I really just created it for my boys because um, I got divorced early in their teenage years. So I really couldn't be around as much as I wanted to. Financially, I was always there. Um, they always had insurance. They always had their child support. I never bitch, moan, complained. So, um, but the website was so they could see what their dad was up to and share some stuff because they eventually moved a, a long ways away and um, I couldn't... Uh, be there as much as I wanted to, so, um, life happens, they turned out, I mean, they're good kids, they have their issues, but like anybody else, life is tough sometimes, so, JT, and my website, that's what it's for, um, I've been doing this for over 10 years now, the motorsports aspect of it, and, um, anybody that refers to me as JT, it's usually motorsports related. Um, anybody that knows me in the real world, family, friends, or people I've worked in in the past, uh, know me as Jack. Uh, JT is fine. That's, that's what I go by. Um, my podcast here will be airing every Tuesday at 8 a.m. I was going to do twice a week, and then I decided not to at the recommendation of some marketing friends of mine. Um, and it's, it's kind of hard to do, too, because I have so many good conversations that's just sitting in the queue, and I want to get them out. But they said, no, um, um, some things, sometimes you just have to slow down and let things run its course. Um, so for 2021, I've got um, plenty of people that's uh, helping the program, allowing me to get to the races. Uh, two specifically have been really key to making uh, the podcast uh, possible, and that is Snitch Racing and DragBike.com. Um, DragBike.com, um, outside of a couple teams, as company-wise, I've, I've been helping them. I'm not an employee of DragBike.com, um, but I've been we've been officially together for about six years now. Um, I support them. I support any news outlet. Uh, I'm not an employee of DragBike.com, and they have never at any point said that I could not go assist another media platform or even a news outlet. Um, they've been very uh, understanding of what I'm trying to do and what I enjoy doing, and they encourage me to keep doing it. 
I've had opposing media outlets request images, request content, and Drag Bike has never once said that I could not share that uh, content with them. Um, so thank you so much, DragBike.com, for being supportive of me and my style of doing things. Uh, Snitch Racing uh, came on board to be our third year together, and uh, they uh, they really helped um, at certain times when uh, when it was really needed. So thank you so much, Snitch Racing. My partnerships in general, I don't generate revenue from my partnerships. My partnerships are designed to to acquire certain things for the program. Um, my revenue hopefully will come from um, the content. Um, I'm, I can be a little more aggressive now in my approach in getting to races. Um, there's some times where I had to get back here for certain reasons or I couldn't go for certain reasons. Um, that, I don't, that is not in the picture anymore. And um, so now it's, uh, I can kind of laser in on uh, what's going to generate the revenue aspect of it. Um, my partnerships help all my partnerships. So when I reinvest or I'm doing money um, and trying to promote, I'm promoting my partnerships. So it isn't like you hand me a check, I throw a sticker on something or throw a logo on my site and you're done. You get content from me, you get video from me, you can request things from me. Uh, certain partnerships, my art fees are waived. So like if you wanted a shirt design or hero card or something like that, you don't pay that art fee anymore. You still have to pay for printing because I don't do printing. Printing is done through a third, third party. Um, but I have gone through a couple different um, printing companies. I found one that does really, really good work at a really good price. Um, and they are the same ones that are going to be doing my partnership cards. Um, I'll have those available at the next XDA race. My first partnership card will be Destiny Spurlock. Um, Destiny Spurlock came on this year, 2021. Um, the next one's in line for these partnership cards, which will help promote the podcast, um, will be uh, Ryan and Trevor Snitz because of Snitz Racing. And then we're going to do one for Dave Van Tine because I've never really seen a all due respect to any that might be floating around there. Any really good cards for Dave Van Tine, so I'm going to design a really nice one. I've designed them for Pablo Gonzalez, Andy Rollins. Designed a couple for LSR Nitro Harley. Uh, I have another team. I'm currently designing three more. One for their team, and then they're supporting two other teams. They want me to create cards for them. So those are in the works. And um, with Andy Rollins in 19, we actually created four different cards. A primary default card, which was hers, and then specialty cards for Osborne and Collision Brewery because they were sponsoring certain events through the year. Like Collision Brewery uh, is based in Denver, Longmont, actually, in Longmont, Colorado, uh, but they were supporting her appearance at um, Denver um, and uh, at Bandemir. Bandemir? Yeah, Bandemir Raceway there. Um, great, great track there in Denver, or in Colorado. Awesome. So, uh, and then we designed a specific card for each one of those events, so that uh, gives a, gives that partnership a little extra kick. And um, now me, personally, um, I just enjoy doing this stuff. Uh, it gives me ability to create. Um, it's challenging. Um, I because I'm always looking for a great image, I'm always looking for an interaction. Um, 
I'm not a track photographer, so I don't spend a lot of time up at the line. So I do get requests for like launching shots and stuff like that. And I'm not up there that much because of how I shoot um, and what I'm after. Um, I move around a lot, so I'm all over the place. And many of y'all listening to this probably already know that. Um, so I'm more for content. I'm not shooting when I'm at these events. I'm not shooting to be technically accurate. Uh, I'm after content. I'm after emotion. I'm after uh, interactions because that's what the racers um, have asked for over the years. Um, I have a very specific way of shooting. Um, I don't use my high-end cameras when I'm out. Uh, I, do, I do have one full-frame Sony a7 III that I use, which is a nice camera. Um, and then I have a couple, what I call beater cameras, um, that allow me to take shots, do it real quick, and it syncs up with various devices that I employ when I'm out there so that I can get the content up as quickly as possible. Um, my, my quirk or peeve or whatever you want to call it is that I want things up as fast as possible. I want stuff up in real time. It needs to go up while the event's going on. Um, there's many cases where I'm shooting a racer or shooting a team or something like that and like they'll take off down the track. I'll have the image posted. For instance, Chris Garner had a massive run this week. I was shooting video. I took the camera from around my neck while still shooting the live video. Took a picture of him. Took a picture of the time board. Then cut the live feed, saved the live feed, and then I pulled the picture, pulled the time slip, put them all together, had it posted before he got back to his trailer. That's what I'm. That's what I'm trying to do. Um, I traditionally do. I try to do two bulk uploads a day for whoever it is that I'm working for. If it's a news outlet, then there'll be clusters. There are certain images because of who the individual is. They need to be posted by themselves. So I, you have to know the participants. Um, your candid shots where I'm roaming through the pits and stuff, those are usually bulk posted. Um, certain, what I like to call characters or celebrities in the sport, they need to be folks, they need to be po uh, posted by themselves um, because it just, it, it draws more attention that way. And uh, it's, uh, so there is a method to my madness. Um, usually I'm wearing a headset uh, that headset is I'm listening to the radio station of whatever the track is. And uh, that way I know what's coming up, what's going on. Um, if uh, Usually if a record gets broken, I try to get the time slip. I try to get the interview um, and uh, make sure that that content gets up and available for drivebike.com or whoever it is I'm working for. Teams are a little different because um, the bulk uploads don't work as well when you're supporting a team it's better if you spread that out it's also best to to do video and stuff um, I've gone through a ton of video apps and I have a couple that work really really well uh, for the device I use everything I buy is geared to drag racing so it's geared to how I work what I do and the speed in which I need to get things posted um, and and of course, budget-wise, I mean, I don't have a big budget, and uh, so I have to do what I can. Um, so that's a little bit about me. Uh, I'm a father. I got three boys. Uh, they're all grown. So while uh, a couple of them are 
pushing 30 now. Um, they're good kids. I'm proud of them. And uh, they, uh, some of them have some uh, some more growing up to do. But hey, they're they're still young. They're just getting started. Um, I like to cycle. I like to run. Um, and I like art. I enjoy cartoons and stuff, even though I don't draw as much as I used to. Um, I've got too much other stuff going on. And um, I'm looking forward to um, a good 2021 series. And uh, I think this season is going to be a great, great year. And there's a lot of good con content. And I'm just thrilled that all these racers are so willing to help me out with this podcast. And um, we're going to have some great conversations. Uh, Matt and Angie Smith are up now. Um, but I've got a ton of people that are coming that just, I mean, Scotty Polachek's another good one I got coming. I just got Rich Reerland, Michael Beland. Um, the guy's, the guy's amazing. Um, plus I got a ton more. I mean, I got Daddy-O, Jason Dunnigan, just to name a few. Um, I've got Marilyn coming up here in a couple weeks. Um, it's currently, what is today, the 10th, I think? Yeah, so it's June 10th now, so next week I got a, uh, I got an event in Maryland, so I'll grab, um, there's two, what I call, non-celebrity conversations I'm going to get. They're track-oriented people that I think we should hear from, and then there's a, I need to revisit one racer, and then I want to try to get some more, some other people, so. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, and uh, there's going to be a lot of great conversations coming. And as I get better at this, uh, the conversations will get better. I do eventually want to do video, uh, but the support has to be there before I start lugging around all this equipment. Um, I also need to upgrade my vehicle, which has been one of my struggles lately, because I save up my money, and then I have to put it into my current vehicle, which is driving me nuts, because I'm trying to save it so I can upgrade to a larger vehicle. So, uh, the headaches of um, budget management. And I have to do all this myself. I don't have anybody helping me. Um, it's hard to find somebody that will help me do this because I'm doing this all the time. Uh, if I'm not at the races, I'm working on something here. Um, and it's, uh, I've got a lot of time and a lot of effort invested in this. And, um, and my reputation is very, uh, very important. Um, so it has to be done, it has to be done a certain way, and there are times when I will, um, I, I would give stuff away over the years just to have that relationship with those individuals, and, uh, there was a lot of people in the past that didn't understand that, um, but it's showing now with their willingness to help me out as, as I advance my program forward. Uh, if y'all would like to um, help the program out or be assisted by our program for your media needs, please reach out to me um, at jtnorton.com. There's a link there. You can also email me at jaked35mm at hotmail.com. I would change that email address, but I've had it for so long, I don't feel like changing it. So. Um, and, um, but I can help you out. You just need hero card designs. I do a flat rate for hero cards, but you get unlimited edits. Um, especially if you're using my imaging. So if you're using a third-party imaging, I do expect that, that third party to be compensated. Uh, so if you got an image from a photographer, I expect, the, expect that photographer to get paid for the use of that image because a hero card, even though you might be giving it away, it is for commercial gain. It's benefiting you. It's going to bring people to your site. 
I want to see that photographer get compensated. Um, I do reach out to photographers if I don't have a particular shot for a card. Um, but again, that's your job to make sure that that photographer gets compensated. Uh, an example of that would be Pablo Gonzalez, the hero card I designed for him uh, this year for Gainesville and HRA Pro Stock Motorcycle Appearance. Um, the cover image is from Tom McCarthy. Um, I reached out to Tom because I did not have a good lunch shot. Um, he was kind enough to provide me with one. Pablo made sure that he took care of Tom. Um, that's also one of NHRA's stipulations, um, which we're going to do anyways. So, I mean, it's, so I reached out. And uh, what's different with us is that when I use imaging like that on the hero cards, we, we make sure the photographer gets noted on the card. Because so many images over the year get lost about who took it. Um, the, the bike image, I did have to make some adjustments to it because there was some like paint peeling and stuff around the exhaust. So I had to clean the image up a little bit. Um, but the image itself was fantastic. I didn't have to sharpen it or anything. Tom did a wonderful job as always. So Tom McCarthy photos. Um, he's a great man, a great photographer, and I'm honored to know him. So for the pod, closing for my podcast intro, and who knows, maybe I'll update this a little bit later. Um, every Tuesday at 8 a.m., we're going to launch a new conversation. Um, a couple of my conversations are really, really short, so I'm going to have to, so it's, I'm going to have to clip them in somewhere, um, or go back and re-record them. They're just they're too short for for a Tuesday session. Um, some people are. Uh, it takes them a few conversations before they get comfortable with it. It's okay. It's no big deal. All right, I'm going to stop running my pie hole here, and I appreciate y'all hanging out. Please share. Please tell your friends about the podcast. I need the support if I'm going to continue to do this. And um, I thank you so much for keeping up with me today. This is JT. I'm out, but I'll return.